0: This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. And a mental poison that's even worse than drugs. Yo, it's poison. Ecstasy, coke, you say it's love, it is poison. Schools where I learned they should be burned, it is poison. Physicians prescripting us medicine, which is poison. Doctors injecting our infants with the poison. Religion misunderstood is poison. Radio and TV poison. White Jesus poison. And any thoughts are taking me down. Poison who want beef now. My heat shall anoint the plow. Never to worry. Yo, 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 welcome back. Welcome back, man. This week in culture episode thirty. I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad, and A.K.A. My DMs is
1: closed and I got my nigga with me, Jay. What up? What up though? It's your man Jay Johnson? I need all new hoes to the DM. It's like, Oh,
0: shit. shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got to find that clip. Hey, that was the funniest. I need all new things to the DM. Shit,
0: that nigga say right now, nigga. All new (laughs) (laughs) hoes. I need all new hoes to the DM. Dog, I don't want no new hoes in the DM, (laughs) nigga. I'm so tired. Yo, fam, I am being borderline sexually harassed in the DM.
1: Hashtag men too. Hashtag men
0: too, yo. It ain't just Terry Crews that's getting assaulted. Y'all motherfuckers do not know how to take a no. I told this chick last night, nigga, I swear on earth, I'll show you the DM. She hit me. Start talking, you know, normal at first. Oh, I love your spread love post or whatever. I'm like, cool, I appreciate you. Then she kind of turned that corner, nigga.
1: And she hashtag spread she, legs. She, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was like, yo, you know, I'm flattered and shit, but, you know, I appreciate it. But thank you. No thanks. Thanks for nothing. I'm a nice dude. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to hold you or nothing like that. You shot your shot. Cool, but you missed that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Don't spin, keep going. Spin the block. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we got to spin the block. Yo, I'm letting it be known right now. Persistency don't work with me after I already said no. Like, I don't keep shooting. Please. Please. Like, you ran out of bullets off the first one, nigga. It's
1: James Harden so. ass yeah, niggas.
0: Hey, bro. <laughs> I'm like Russian roulette, nigga. It's one bullet in the chamber, nigga. When that bitch go off, it's dead. <laughs> so please leave me alone. But uh, anyway, we are back. Shout out to uh, all the listeners, the audience, man, everybody fucking with
1: us. So, so I do gotta say something, right? So, oh, go ahead. You know, we've been uh, fucking with this podcast 30, 30 episodes, thirty episodes, man. Really, thirty-one because two yeah. of them was the same. Well, yeah, facts, facts. So, like thirty-one episodes. And, you know, I've been hosting everything through the website, and so they provide like some numbers and stats, yeah, yeah. whatever. But I always had like a, a inkling that they weren't exactly when correct, it was
0: accurate. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you know. For episode 29, 29, yeah. I switched everything over to anchor and um had everything redirected. So I hope y'all whoever y'all subscribe to if y'all heard this shit. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah, facts, big facts. And I actually looked at the actual numbers, yeah. Like the new numbers just yeah. from two days ago. Oh shit, I was underplaying us.
0: Hey man, y'all, y'all kind of fucking with us in the streets. I too, was underplaying us, hey like, man. Uh, yeah. Nah, Jay texted me twice within the same hour like, oh shit, niggas is right. As soon as we posted it, y'all was on it, man, 7 in the morning.
1: I'm like, hey, this uh, like this is a little bit more detailed than what I was receiving from Squarespace. So yeah. shout out to Squarespace. Shout but, out, um, shout out. Shout out to yeah. Anchor, too. And, and I,
0: uh, to to homie that hit us on, because somebody hit us on Facebook like, is it going to be up on ShopTalkPod.com? Oh, I sent them the link. Oh, bet that up. All right, so Jay already handled that. Uh, But shout out to Dog. We appreciate you listening. And um, shit, we appreciate all y'all, man. Everybody that's fucking with us, everybody that provides feedback, joins the group, subscribe, 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 man. Please, uh, if you have an iPhone, go subscribe. And whatever you listen to us on, whatever platform. We'll
1: be up on Spotify really soon.
0: <laughs> hey, when we on Spotify, subscribe to that too, man. Because, you know, it'll make it a lot easier for y'all to get that alert as soon as it
1: goes up. Yeah, and uh, I just was looking through the iTunes, Apple, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to y'all that's been rating the show. Hey, man, them ratings is nice, They bro. need help. So if you haven't rated, go in there. Yeah, right there. Click, click that that whatever star you believe. I won't tell you what to click.
0: Hey, go <laughs> in there and rate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we we definitely need them highest stars. Fuck that. I'm going to tell you, man. We need them highest stars. But other than that, yo, like or outside of that, I should say, um, I really, really would love for y'all... To like tell people about our shit, man. Like, fuck with your boys. Spread that word of mouth. Uh, you know, out here, man. The the culture is growing. Uh, we got the homie over in Chicago asking us for some gear and shit. She says she wanna rock the hoodie next next spring. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So I might jump on the design board real quick and and get into a bag on a logo. We've been thinking about logos for a minute anyway, so I might jump into that bag real quick and get a logo popping, but in general, man, we know y'all fucking with us, and now we can see how accurately it is that y'all fucking with us, so thank you um, to everybody that's rocking, and again, just stop hitting me in my DM trying to get on, Uh, (laughs) but if you hit me in my DM saying that you listen to the podcast, uh, I I really appreciate you, man, that feedback is critical, Um, and like Jay said, man, subscribe and keep rating, and we will be up on Spotify soon. Now, we are back this week in culture. We continue uh, to wrap up. Killer Mike's Trigger Season, his or Trigger Warning, pardon me, uh, his Netflix docu series. Um, it's a six-part series. I think each episode is somewhere between twenty-five and thirty minutes, so mm-hmm. it's easily digestible. Uh, this episode here, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the review for episodes four through six. If you missed uh, the weekend culture or this weekend culture episode twenty-nine, go ahead and go back and listen to uh, us review. Trigger warning episodes one through three, because that bitch was fired. That was a fire ass combo. I listen back to that. Um, that was a fire combo. And if you don't want to listen to it, say you haven't watched the show yet, for instance. The combo good enough. The combo is good enough, but also if you don't want no spoilers, go ahead and just pull it up and hit play and let us get that listen. But mute your phone, nigga. You ain't gotta listen to that <laughs> shit. I don't want you subjected to that bullshit. Well, you know, if the you first
1: you know. 30 to, yeah. to an hour is going to be about other no, shit anyway. Yeah, you know exactly, man. So.
0: so, uh get in there listen to that first hour and then go ahead and just let that bitch run uh on silent so you don't hear no spoilers. <laughs> but uh I know we got on on the Facebook group and on uh on Instagram as well uh yesterday and we was trying to introduce a new segment, man, that that Blackberry letter, you know what I'm saying? Ask the uh ask the culture uh, we trying to let y'all get these life and relationship questions off because me and Jay got some very unique opinions. We have a ton of unique experiences, and I just think it would be really beneficial. You know, when uh when people write into Steve Harvey and they strawberry lettering and all we that, we
1: blackberry lettering. We in
0: blackberry lettering because um we from that blackberry era one.
1: Uh, it's all black everything.
0: It's all black everything too. And three, y'all don't need no advice from a bald four-time divorced nigga man y'all need advice from a bald single nigga named jay johnson <laughs> and a nigga with a head full of hair named name so. and
1: like i don't like when niggas make relationship books when you've been rich for the majority of your life yeah
0: because you your relationships inter- is different yeah, yeah. Yo, you
1: don't interact the same way you don't have these poor
0: uh dates that i'll be going on nigga
1: and like let's be real uh if I go on multiple dates in a week, yeah. uh, date number three and date number one going to be drastically different. Oh, that's a fact,
0: nigga. Date,
1: <laughs> date number three, if she not pregnant, know what I'm saying it is ain't going to work for me. If you date multiple people, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right? So date number one, let's say date number yeah. one was $200. Yeah, no. Date By the time I go on $2. third date yeah. with... Not even the same person? That's the picnic with the sandwiches. Come over and get these tacos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, that's a fact, man. Like, when, you, uh, when you're when you not a millionaire with Family Feud and radio shows and shit, your dates one through three be drastically different, man. And uh, I don't want y'all, not that Steve Harvey can't give you any advice. He's still an old player from the MLA's and shit. He obviously made well for himself. But I want y'all getting that real advice from two real ass niggas, man. And I... Uh, I put that out there on the group, and at first it was moving kind of slow. Then I got hit with a litany of questions. Okay, so let's hear we gonna it. We're going to jump right in I one. haven't heard these. Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell Jay about any of these because I thought, eh, why not? Um. So, all right, the first one is from one of the homies on Facebook. I'm still, I'm going to only say names of people that I really fuck with. I don't really know this chick like that, so I ain't going to put her name out there. Uh, But she said, hey, fellas,
1: love y'all's plot. This, this is in the, uh, the This Week in Culture joint? No, she hit me in Oh, uh, I'm going to say, damn, I don't look at that yeah, shit. Yeah, no, 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 no. no <laughs> like, she, I don't look at that shit at all. Huh?
0: She hit me on, so kind of odd, she hit me on my wall, which I forgot niggas had walls. Uh, pause. pause. <laughs> um Yeah, she hit me on my wall, and I screenshot the question and then deleted it because I'm like, fam, get the fuck off my wall. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, fellas, love y'all's podcast. Quick question about dating. Kind of ironic, we was just talking about that first date. If a woman took you to dinner and used, let's say, a Groupon towards the check, how would you feel, or would it not bother you?
1: Me, personally? Yeah. Man, that would relieve my fucking stress. I'd have been been one of those, (sighs) fam. Because she cared about the amount of money that's being spent. Not the experience. yeah, yeah. But like... And I, the girl that
0: wrote that on my wall, she actually stole that from another girl. We mutually follow because um, this girl had posted it. But I'm going to get the same answer that I gave on a girl's original post. Um, nigga, did we eat? Because if we ate, I don't give a fuck who paid for what. If we ate and didn't go to jail for running out that bitch.
1: Like, fam, if I'm not paying for it, I don't care how fam, I got paid. you took me
0: out. And that's the thing. I'm appreciative of, as fuck of free shit. Like, if you feed me for free. Thanks. I'm not finna... Oh, she used a Groupon. Like, that's... Low-key, ladies, if you dating a nigga and he say, oh, you used a Groupon, you a broke hoe or some shit, I don't know what the fuck that nigga might say. He trashed, nigga. That nigga probably gay. Uh, I
1: don't know. He don't want
0: you, man, because... I
1: mean, I perfectly... like. I, I'm so I, good with a Groupon date, fam. It's just, like, I don't like being taken advantage of, right? Facts, facts. So, like, when I go to a club and... I don't want to buy a bottle is because I don't feel like paying four hundred dollars for some shit that costs forty dollars, literally. And I know it costs forty dollars, literally, because I buy one of these bitches every weekend for every the crib. Friday. So game. you know what I'm saying, like, so it's not that like I couldn't, but yeah. Like, yeah, we can pay full prices. But like, if I plan on going to this restaurant, yeah, and I can pay half the amount of money legally, yeah. like ain't no trickery involved. Like, yeah. why would I choose to spend my money just
0: because? And here's my thing, too, man. Kind of goes to something Jay and I mentioned uh, on the last episode. Like, black businesses. Are known for being subjected to niggas asking for discounts. You know what I'm saying? Like whether you got a t-shirt business, a restaurant, catering company, whatever the fuck you do, niggas is asking for a discount on your black ass product and service, and they don't give a fuck that you're an entrepreneur and that you started up out your own pocket. They don't care about none of that shit. Niggas will ask you, and them same niggas that ask for a discount be mad when you don't pay full price. Trying to to clown you for not paying Eddie V's. Full price when you had a Groupon that could have got you 25% off Eddie V's.
1: Y'all don't go to Restaurant Week.
0: Fam, I love Restaurant Week. <laughs> the fuck? I am a Restaurant Week fiend, nigga. Yo, you know what I hate? I don't like when you take a chick to Restaurant Week and she order off the non-Restaurant Week menu. Like, like you fam, know why we here. That's not why I brought <laughs> you here. You know they got mad be. options on this bitch. And you went completely to the inside of the menu. As if that Restaurant Week boy wasn't right on the front.
1: Like, you you know why we like, here.
0: Like, why you even open that menu? I hate it. oh my God.
1: Anyway, uh to
0: answer the question, man, I wouldn't give a fuck if a girl used a groupon on a date that she took me on. I'm the first date? It. First, third, or fifth. I don't give a fuck. I'm man. just wondering. Now, if a girl took me out on our first date and paid, I'm more concerned with yeah. my life at that
1: point. Yeah. Cause yeah. I probably wouldn't let that happen. I don't really want to set that precedent. Yeah, don't Though pay for me. We on first. should be equals. Yeah, no, we should, but at and the same time, shit. like
0: like, I ain't no little bitch, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you ain't
1: just going to pay for that first date. Oh, now baby. I'm one of your hosts. Yeah, like, now she grabbed my dick <laughs> off, aggressive and shit. Oh, she i Terry Crews in this point. Yeah,
0: like, all right, relax, shorty. But, uh, no, nah, man, don't. If you take me out on a date with a Groupon and I say anything other than thank you, smack me in the fucking face, man, because I appreciate you. Um... The homie Shay Jones, just a homie in the group, she had a great uh more serious question. We can go on and get to that. Okay. Uh she said, um, <clears throat> you guys talk about your parents' marriages and relationships a lot. And I love the stories about young black love. Do you all consider yourselves at an advantage with relationships because you did have both parents? I only asked that because I heard Jason mention girls not knowing their dads, behaving a certain way. So basically. If a person had two loving parents, do you think that correlates to them doing the right thing or is it still up to the person? Hmm, man,
1: that is a excellent multifaceted yeah, question. Yeah, no,
0: it's layered like a motherfucker, ain't it?
1: Um, I've asked myself that question recently. Okay. Because I do not know if it's a good thing or yeah. a bad thing, right? Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, I appreciate my parents' relationship and what it was. Yeah. And I find myself looking for that. Yeah. But that just dares like That's, I can't take that and try yeah, to attach right. it to every yeah. single thing. So it's like, damn, am I looking for the wrong? Like, am I do I got like a fake? Not fake because I've seen it happen before. But like, do I have this
0: Like sort of like a false
1: sense yeah, of, of how things what that should look work? Like. Yeah. No, I've definitely been in, in long relationships uh, with people who, you know, didn't come from a two parent home. They just yeah. had loving people and things worked out. Um, There are differences and stuff that you notice, but, like, anything worth having, you should, like, try to work at it. And each relationship is going to be different, man. But I think it it plays a part. I don't know if it should be the determining factor, though. And
0: I agree with that. I remember the first time, and this is no bullshit, no cap. uh, First time I ever went on a date with a girl that had both parents, like a serious date. I was 18 like it took me I'd been fucking with chicks forever you know what I'm saying like but I was Mm. 18 when I first took a girl out on a real date who like I walked in and I met her mom and her dad when I picked her up Mm. that was it kind of blew my mind one because I've always been used to moms because I dated a lot of women with only their mom so when I met her dad it was two problems first problem was that nigga was the cops you the ops, nigga. If you the police. He the real life police. He was the real life police. Likewise. So when I first met that nigga, off top, we got a problem. Cause he had that real like police sort of intimidation to him. Like trying to with me. I get it. I'm coming to pick up your daughter, all that. But he was trying to he was hitting me with that
1: police shit. So look, I had a similar but opposite so the girl I was dating, yeah. like my, my first girlfriend, so to speak, like high school, Okay, you meet the parents, whatever, yeah. she lived with her mom and her stepfather, Okay, but her father was still in her life. Got you. Her father was a police officer. Okay. Stepfather. White hunter, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And so you know, they shoot in
0: they house,
1: uh, hunting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cool guy, though, yeah, like, still my nigga to this day, okay. Um, so to white when you shake the hand or whatever, like that was a that was important, yeah. right? Yeah, because so, yeah, he turned yeah. like now this the kind because of <laughs> she he he hold her ex, I guess, because yeah. I guess he didn't have a, a firm handshake, yeah, so he, he immediately told her, like. This guy yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> The intimidation factor Came from the uncles Right cause Oh shit. Father Yeah Police officer Other side of the family Uncles All in the streets
0: Got you Like
1: nigga put me in the car And shit right Took me in the car And uh You know how niggas Try to get to talk and shit Watch my niece Or whatever yeah. So nigga in the car And like he hit the gas We like on Warren Oh in, shit And uh Warren in like Westwood area Okay And we going towards Dre Road so we got a pass, like Sawyer, Tireman, uh, all these streets. He hit the floor, he floored it, and never stopped at a stop sign or at a corner. This nigga, like we was going through Tireman. family. And there's
0: so many over there. Nigga, I just was over there the other day. <laughs> like
1: it's like, so many streets. We yeah, just, dog. It was it was different. I uh, I didn't. He ain't shake me up, even though I was yeah. a kid. And I should have been shook up. Yeah. But I was like. But niggas ain't
0: never. And that's the thing. Like, real niggas ain't gonna fold. And that's shit. Cause I know what this is, man. Like, when I met old girls pops, um, the nigga literally introduced himself to me by pulling out his badge. <laughs> and I was like, I literally said, it's a quote. I was like, what you want me to read that? Cause I ain't really. He was holding it like he wanted me to read his name off the motherfucker. I'm like, nigga, your last name is hers. The fuck? And I barely know her shit. <laughs> But the second problem was my license was suspended when I went to scoop her up. So the nigga literally asked me, he was like, you know, where y'all going? I was like, I don't know, probably to the movies. We was going to the hotel, uh, which he ain't need to know. Because I had a room literally directly across the street from their house uh, in Southfield. But shout out to me. Um, And he was like where y'all going after the movie, who's driving, da-da-da. And I was like, I'm driving. He was like, oh, okay, do you have an active license? I was like, yeah, I got a license. And that nigga was like, oh, you mind if I just take a look at it real quick? You know, I love to, you know, know who's driving my daughter around and blah, blah, blah. So I pulled that bitch out. If your license ever been suspended, you know it's a big-ass hole in that motherfucker. And I'm like, fam, this was like my third suspension at the time anyway, uh, on the way to like six. So, here you go, nigga. And I handed that nigga my L's He immediately pointed out the hole. He was like, oh, I won't let this young man drive you around. She was like, dad, that's not his real license. He was being silly. I was like, oh, shit, she got my back, nigga, because that's my real shit, nigga. (laughs) But luckily, the nigga laughed it off. He thought I was trying to be an asshole with him.
1: Because he was being an asshole. Because he was being
0: an asshole. Uh, But the whole time, I had his daughter in the streets, mad uh, illegal. And should have got her ass arrested, too. She was trash.
1: But to answer her question, though, um... it does fall on the individual. Yes, yes. Back to, to the question. It, it it falls on the individual, however how a person is Man, it's one of them tough things. How a person is raised yeah. does heavily influence who you are as a person. And
0: no. I'm gonna throw that in there too, cause Jay just brought up a good point, man. Like you can be raised by both of your parents. I used to think otherwise. I used to think, oh man, I need a girl who was raised by both parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you can be raised by whoever the fuck if they and raised just, you well. That's what matters. If you were raised to be a good person, that's what's most important. Yes, I had both my parents in my life. My dad was a fucking hood nigga to the core. But he taught me male values. He yeah. taught me how to be a fucking man. He taught me how to take care of my family. He taught me the fucking value of hard work. So me learning that and being raised by the amount of women that I was raised by, my mother and my aunts and, and having my sisters and my life, that showed me the, I guess, the sensitive side and the finesse that I needed yeah. on the woman. In, uh, but then my dad still raised me to be a fucking man. And then I had my granddad, who rest in peace. My granddad was a pimp, so in real life, so he taught me some game. And I had a little mouthpiece, and you know, I added that all up. And I'm a, I'm a good
1: dude. So man. I be really thinking about this sometimes, cause yeah. like I've never had a conversation with my dad. And My dad told me, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I put like this. I don't remember my dad telling me you got to open the car for a woman. Yeah. Or I don't even know how. Where you learned that. I could have just got it subconsciously, but watching how him and my mom and them react, but I could have seen this shit on the Bronx tail. I don't know. It so <laughs> I'll <laughs> let you know where. Like, <laughs> Colotro and uh, Robert De Niro. I mean, he dick, nigga game. game. Like, yo, man. So uh, the whole little open the door shit, like if, yo, if you don't lean over to open the door, shout out. out
0: to every girl that's still leaning over and opening a nigga door, or at least unlocking the bitch. I know you can hit your lock. And you ain't got to lean over like old girl did. Uh, but if you still doing that lean over to get that nigga door, shout out to you, man. And uh, that's a special shout out. But uh, so for me, being from Alabama, I did learn a lot of those Southern gentleman values. I just learned them from niggas who was like yeah. doing that, but they was pimping the bitch. Mm. Pardon me. Um it was like, I right, yeah, I'm doing that, but I also I literally have a harem of women yeah. in Alabama and Ohio and all these other states. So it was like, okay, but you opening that door though. Like these were smooth ass criminals, literally. Um, but they were still southern dudes. So I learned about opening that door. I learned about being a gentleman and when you go on dates and bringing flowers and all that, you know, smooth old school shit that I don't know is appreciated much anymore. Um, but again, that wasn't necessarily because I come from a two parent household. Right. So to answer that question, uh, I don't think that a two parent household hurts with regard to you know it really successful
1: relationships. Kind of depends on your village, I man, and how you view relationship, how you view the yeah, family. Because you can have you can come from a jacked up place yeah. and be like, this is the opposite of what I want for my life. It, it some people be like, oh, facts. this is why I know this is what I'm gonna do. And Some yeah. people be like, hey, this is the exact opposite. Or sometimes you, you get in a relationship and you feel something that you ain't never felt before, like, oh, yeah. this feels better. All the other time it felt differently. So
0: Yeah, and honestly, uh shit, you could grow up in a two parent household with two fucked up parents. So Facts. that could damage you. You know what I'm saying? A, I like, was
1: with a, I was with this chick and um both her parents were cheating. God damn. And their whole family was cheating. And like they would all lie for each <laughs> yeah. other. Like no bullshit. <laughs> I mean the brother, the sister, the like family. the whole family was cheaters and shit, right? And they would lie for each other. So I'm thinking, like, so if I ever had to ask one of them what was going on, like, I know they're going to lie for you because that's yeah. what you, like, your, your mom out here, out here. yeah. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm talking about, I'm
0: trying to think, like, have I ever dated a girl with. Both parents and like she was absolutely like just as trash or just as or so I'm not even going to
1: say both parents. Just say I've Apple dated did not fall far from the tree.
0: I've and and that's what I was going to say because I've dated women who maybe didn't grow up with both parents married, but like you said uh, about Shorty, had a good relationship with her father, and she was absolutely insane. Nigga. Like she was not a good human being at all. Like the motherfucker was crazy, um, and it wasn't anything that. I had done to her, it was just something that along the way she learned and then thought was appropriate to, you know, to behave like that. So uh, to answer the question, Shay, man, uh, your parents could be there, they could not be there, but ultimately it's based on how you were raised um, and just really just the type of person you are, man. Like if you got a good spirit and and good energy, you're going to put that into your relationship no matter how you was raised.
1: It don't hurt. It definitely don't hurt. No. And it, it does. And, and, and in this in, in certain environments, it does say a lot about the bond of two people who choose to stay together. Yeah. Through all the different stuff, as long as that's not like a violent or toxic situation.
0: Yeah. And um, it also. So I guess just to kind of speak a little bit more directly to my experience with my parents, um, my parents have been together since they were in the. Third and fourth grade. My mom's in the third. My pop's in the fourth. They grew up together. They were best friends in every sense of the word. um, And they have been together their entire lives. They've obviously, you know, high school had little breakups and that sort of thing. But ultimately, they have been staples in one another's lives for a very fucking long time. So um, when I was 14... Uh, actually about a week before my dad's car accident. If you've been listening to the show, uh, you know my pops was in a pretty tragic car accident back in 98. Um, but when I was 14, they had gotten into it a bit too much. My my mom was fed up with my pops. It's like, fam, how many times you go into prison before you get it? Like, you need to get out the streets. Right. You got a family, man. Like, focus. And my pops was not focused. And they had gotten into it so bad that uh, my, my pops came and talked to me. And he was like straight up me and your mother getting a divorce and he was like wow it, they had hit that point and nigga this was on a sunday afternoon and you know he came he hollered at me i took it like a man took it on the chin and when he walked in my room i cried i was upset because i did know what that looked like and uh nigga that friday my pops was in his accident man and i mm. almost died and, and was in a coma three months and all that shit and the whole story but the the point is God saved my parents' marriage. yeah and and saving my my dad had to almost lose his life to save his marriage, to yeah. save his family. And I bring that up to say, yes, it you know, it can vary whether two parents in a household uh, impacts you negatively or not. but more importantly than having two parents in a house, I think just having the example of seeing two people who are meant to be together, navigate and explore all the the challenges and the trials and the triumphs that come uh, with the relationship because no matter how i guess equally yoked and and meant for one another you are your relationship will be challenged but if it's really a spiritual connection that the two of you have and if this is really the person you are meant to be with not even death Man. could take you out of that and so that what? was my experience
1: that and if this is not the person that I'm meant to be with and we don't yeah. choose to be with each other yeah. as long as there is a respectful yeah um relationship yeah. still Facts. there for the child the child still sees how mm-hmm. love Facts. I know how a man ultimately yes. is supposed to treat a woman not 100%. even in a relationship mm-hmm. just in general there's a way that a man is supposed to interact with a woman and, and I so, think that is important
0: I I love that angled OJ because I feel like um, again whether your parents are there together or not, whether they're married or in a relationship or not, uh, raise your child properly. You know what I'm saying? Raise your child. Whether you got a son or a daughter, raise them to be respectful. Raise them to have manners. Raise them. If you got a son, raise that little nigga to be a
1: man, bro. Man, you know what's crazy is that, that? um you never know. Whose example you are?
0: Facts. Because you Big may not facts. have it, but
1: like man, my next door neighbor. Every yeah. time I look out the window, in in the I mean, this is a, a generic story, yeah. but like I always see him go bring the groceries in for yeah. his wife, or yeah. he used to help her out the car, or open the yeah. door. Like you never know. Like you may not never have a conversation with mm-hmm. them, but in the back of your head, like man, I want that
0: one shit like that sticks or, with you. Yeah. Uh, my you never uncle... know who,
1: who watching you and who example you are. So yeah. kind of keep your life in. Order.
0: Something I, uh, I've i told him this before, but one of my uncles, uh, my Uncle Mike, something he does for my Aunt Tracy and their two daughters every Sunday. Well, his daughters don't live there no more. My little cousins have grown up and moved out. But when they did live there, uh, every Sunday, halftime of the NFL game or halftime of whatever basketball game might be on, depending on the season we was in, he'll go ahead and grab all three of their keys, to their three cars, and he would take my aunt's car to the gas station, fill it up for the week. Come back, take my little cousin Morgan car, fill it up for the week. Come back, take my cousin Courtney's car, fill hers up for the week. And then he'll go fill his truck up at the end of all that shit. But it was a player move that I, I lived with them when I first moved to Atlanta for about a month. And I saw him do that every week. And I remember asking my cousin, like, Uncle Mike always do that shit? She was like, e- has literally been doing that our whole life since we was driving. Like, since my mom's, I can remember her driving. Like, when they got separate cars, every Sunday he filled her truck up for the week. Every Sunday he filled our shit. And it was just, it was a player move to Jay's point. You never know who watching. Because he ain't know I was peeping him do that. But now that's like something that I'm like, dog, I can't wait to do that for my wife and my kids. You and, know what
1: and, I'm saying? And I don't know if anybody ever had a conversation with him asking why he does that. Yeah. cause it. With The reason that we think he does that and the reason he does it could be totally different Could be totally different, but I'm like... He could have seen a bad incident with a young lady at a gas station. Like, you know what? If I feel like cars at the beginning of the week, damn, got no reason to hang out here. Damn, got to do
0: that. It could be a litany of different things. Absolutely, man. He from... uh, He born and raised in Noonan, Georgia, and he got a giant family of Southern-ass folks in there. So he could have easily just been taught that, but because he's the youngest of, like, 12 niggas. So it's like he could have been taught that, but like Jay said, he could have seen an incident that was concerning and been Mm. like, I'm never letting my wife and daughters be involved in no shit like this. And that's respectable. That's respectable, man. So either way, yo, be mindful of what you're doing, man, because you never know who's looking at you, and you never know the example that you might be setting for somebody, but you don't need both parents to know how to have respect. You don't need both parents to know how to treat somebody well. If you care about somebody, treat them the way you feel about them, man. Like, it's that simple, yo. If you don't care about them, don't fuck with them. Stay out their life, man. Don't don't fuck with their energy. Uh, Great question, though, Shay. I really appreciate that shit. Uh, I right, we got one more on the relationship and the things. One of my homies sent me this on the gram. <clears throat> he said, I'd love to get a feeling for how y'all feel about this meme so the meme is actually a tweet uh and in the tweet this young lady posted i love my black men but y'all dead ass do not be having our back like we be having y'all shit and then the i guess the screenshot he sent the person that he screenshotted from her caption was all facts y'all don't love us like we love y'all so my man said i'd love to get y'all views on how you feel about that meme so do you feel like with we don't the, love black women like they love us?
1: Without Joe, just my surface answer. Yeah. That's absolutely true. <laughs> okay. Like okay. I, I agree with it absolutely. Okay. Um yes, then I mean there's there's definitely always gonna be some nuance and everything. Yeah. But on the surface, I think women are just inherently better than men and yeah. they were built well, let me rephrase. Okay. On the surface, yes. Okay, <laughs> that's still the answer. <laughs> that's still the fucking answer. Oh, shit. Uh, but I do think we love differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the values that each gender or whatever places on love, what they call love, is different. So um, generally speaking, the 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 layman's term of what everyone knows love is, yeah. yeah, I do think that women will love us. I mean, they're the backbone of everything. So like to, the civil rights movement was, was nothing without black women.
0: Oh, that's a fact.
1: Um, the black Panthers shit. were nothing without black women. Emancipated the listeners of this podcast slavery. and my shop talk podcast, yeah, it's this nothing podcast black is nothing women without women. women. No, like that's a fact. they are the backbone of everything. And you ain't shit without a woman. Cause no, that's you a came big fact. from a
0: woman. Pog told us that, uh, so to your point, cause I got a couple points to make here. Um, I agree that just by nature, women, black women or not, women will always love men and be more supportive of men by nature. Because by nature, women are that. They're exactly that. They are nurturers. They are caretakers. They are everything that we are not. I think uh-huh. they
1: are con- I think a woman is literally just closer to human beings because she births a human mm. being.
0: And that I, it makes sense, you that's know what I mean? Science, like, you know what I'm saying? You birthed
1: a human, you are you have a stronger connection yeah. with feelings in general because out of so for example, what I can't do. Yeah. A when you think about the shit it's really wild when a woman have a baby. Like you made a brain yeah. out of you. You made bones, you made hey. a heart, you made Man. or all them organs that is yeah. isn't that child? You don't know how you did it specifically, nah, but you but that came together out in you. So whatever information is in the yeah. DNA, like you yeah. know something innately more about life than
0: I can ever display. Yeah. Facts. Um but there was so I screenshot my man's uh post to us. But then literally like seconds later I saw this meme and I think it kind of covered the other half of how I feel. Okay. Uh it says I just want black men and black women to admit that we have hurt each other and stop trying to argue about who hurt who the most and start healing. That really hit me because, again, I 100 percent agree that just by nature, black women will always have our back better than we have theirs because y'all created our back. Y'all created I don't have a back without you. But damn, boy, it gets exhausting seeing how much flack we get. All oh, goddamn, even that tweet itself saying "I love black men," but y'all dead ass don't have our black our back. Like, fam, we see we see an iteration or a version of that in some form. Sometimes it may have a little more spice to it, a little more vitriol, and it might be a little more aggressive. But we see that all day, bro. That's exhausting when you
1: know that ain't true. I'll give you up when you know it ain't you. Yeah. However. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think like all of my homies think.
0: That's
1: a big fact. You know what big I'm saying. Fact. And like every time that something happens, I do see women. Like I don't. When, when's the last time all the fellas got together and represented for the women? Like on a trial yeah, or, or or something yeah. happened and like we all the men just gather up and yeah. rally for black women. Mean yeah. black women. When, when when black men are get shot and down and murdered in the street, they up front, they, they up front. front,
0: they up front. That's a big now. Fact I do
1: see some people speaking about Sandra Bland, but it's majority uh-huh. black women. women. Yes. You know what I mean? Like when this R. Kelly shit go down, or when when some sexual assault shit go down, sometimes we yeah be like, well, uh, we get defensive, we get defensive, we get, get, yeah, yeah, no, and agreed. then sometimes the women uh they ride for niggas who they know they shouldn't ride for and that is but inherently because you've seen how the quote-unquote system has done black men yeah. so you always yeah. give it a, and i know it's rough for you it's always yeah. giving it a, so now recently i think the tie has been kind of changing and we've been so used to women just riding like what yeah you're not gonna take up for me and now they the say what's wrong fuck with you, with you? And I think that's creating a more of a a, 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 At a divide. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what you mean? Don't you, didn't you one thousand percent? I'm bro. a man. I said something going wrong with me. Hear me out. Yeah. I'm like, well, we've been hearing you out, but you'll never hear us back.
0: Yeah. So So my thing, because I agree with that point right there, the tides are changing. And that's where I guess my point is derived. I know, and I've said it on whatever episode of this podcast I said that shit on. I hate what men, black men specifically, have done to black women because the way the tides are changing and the way that they're, you know, maybe a little bit more aggressive uh, and maybe a little bit less likely to have our backs than they may have been in the past. That's our fault. We created that. Yeah. We fucked them over. We did them dirty. We created their, uh, you know, relationship angst and, you know, all the doubts and shit that they have about black men. We created that. It started when all those women that I dated that never had a dad in their life didn't have a dad in their life, nigga. It started right there when the nigga on the block had to be the man in her life and showed her some bullshit. And she ain't have a nigga in her life who was raising her and telling her that's bullshit. So we ain't, you know what I'm saying? We we fucked y'all over and I openly admit that. But what I'll say time and time again is don't combat that with the immediate because all right so for example let me give my example some shit happened with future recently uh I don't even remember the details he said something about fucking Russell Wilson or some shit like that and it was so many women in the comments just going off men ain't shit y'all and I'm like but Sierra married to a whole ass good dude you telling me about future or at least seemingly I don't know Russell Wilson I ain't never met that nigga but you telling me men ain't shit based off what future did and you're missing what Russell Wilson is doing every day. he raising her kid and his kid with her they're married she seems blissful as fuck we've seen her through relationships where she's never seen this fucking happy and she's married it's her husband so I'm like I don't want women to take whatever all these trash ass future
1: niggas is doing and apply well, that to a, everybody. That's what I don't want. Well, typically, the negative opinions are typically the loudest. Facts. So it Facts. may it may seem as if yeah. Or the people who have a the contrary opinion are typically going to be the loudest, and they stand out. So that's what you see most. Often yeah, yeah. When that Russell Wilson, all that shit going on, they looking at it. Hey, this is something that because women, y'all the ones that have children, uh-huh. and. You typically are the ones take care of them. Facts. So it's like we looking at that, this is our black women going through this and all the men stepping yeah. up like, no, nah, she trash. She wrong. Yeah. Future right. Yeah. And like, damn, why don't y'all never go to back for us? I understand what, Yeah. now whether no, that's I, the actual case or yeah. not, that's debatable. But they probably feel like, why 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 don't y'all ever step up for us? And I'm gonna say this
0: because you just said something that I like, man. You said, you know, the negative opinions and the negative views and always they're typically the loudest. Facts,
1: because it's unnatural. You but what I unnatural.
0: what I want women to remember is to listen to them good niggas too. I know Facts. we ain't as I know we ain't as loud. I know we ain't as boisterous with our behavior. I know we ain't as upfront about it. But we do exist, and I don't want you to lose your faith in us based on what that nigga did or some nigga did, or what your pops did, or your ex-boyfriend did, or what your brother did, or whatever the fuck. Don't lose your faith in niggas like me and Jay, um, who really are out here trying to represent a little bit better for our brothers than they may have represented themselves in your life. Um, But I I do agree, man. Inherently, women will just always be better than us, black women especially.
1: Y'all the shit. But you can't do it without us. That's a motherfucking fact. Because you got the heart, we got the muscle.
0: That's a fact. So
1: you the, you the you the heart and the heartbeat of the movement, Yeah. but you need us to physically do the yeah. movement, which is why it's the yin and the yang, the yin and the yang which is baby. why the man and the woman supposed to go together.
0: And that's back to that uh, that meme I just read, man. We both need to admit we have hurt one another right. and we need to start healing because Heal. we need one another to survive out this motherfucker. 100. I can't survive without my black women and y'all definitely can't survive without us. Even though I know a lot of y'all are smart enough to figure out a way to do so, don't do it just what's yet.
1: A, what's on <clears> for What's unfortunate is Don't leave me. a lot of them has been forced to live their life without one. Without we, us. Yeah. We ain't never been forced to live without a woman. Not at all. But never. We, but never. women are forced to live without a man.
0: Nigga, that's such an interesting dynamic in itself. Like, fam, that's something we will never experience and we'll never have to.
1: The options will always be available. I perfectly For me personally, right? Yeah. I think that the baby shouldn't have to go with the father by default, by mm. law. Cause right now the, the mom gets the baby. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't work out. It's going straight to mom. Clearly, we seen how that shit work. The court to yeah. be like, no, yeah. baby going with the daddy. Yeah, now what? Does that change? That's a that's an interesting
0: dynamic. But I'm gonna stay away from it because I got a really close uh, situation happening right now. Yeah, uh, with literally with that same fucking mindset. But I will say, dads need to be given more chances to raise their child.
1: Well, not even. Ch- I'm like, no, yeah. Like, we've seen over decades what Mm -hmm. happens when Mm -hmm. the child is raised in a single-parent home and the mom mom. is the... And we've seen what result. no, by the, by law, if you don't take your child, you're going to jail, fam.
0: Because mm.
1: she can't get a child back even yeah, when she fact, can't afford yeah. it. If you don't take the child, no, this is illegal. Like yeah. You got to take the kid
0: Raise or man. you going to jail. Raise that little boy. Raise you know what I'm saying? Girl. Force you, you to that. be
1: the. the you got to be in a life. You got to You, gotta you be got you life. the you the primary point of contact for everything. And I bet you things would. I wonder how. <laughs> now, should I experiment with the lives of <laughs> whatever? <laughs> but I, I would love to see that happen. Um,
0: and on that note too just cuz it's always going to be a sensitive topic to me man and and I like I literally I watched my father raise me from prison like so I have no fucking remorse no nothing no sensitivity for niggas that's not raising their children and women too any women that are out there not raising their child raise your no, fucking you. kid. facts any person on the planet not raising a kid you are trash and I don't fuck with you. So stop having babies if you ain't ready to raise them, man. Um, and if you do have a kid and you may not be in the in the best situation, pray about it. Use your village, man, and, and don't you worry, man. You're gonna be all right. But don't never let life make you not be a good parent. What if the nigga had to take the baby? If man. the niggas had to take the baby, we would be a lot better. I I'll say that because we would know what like how how black women especially have had to work two and three jobs and go to school at night and do all this. And they got, I the bet kid. you
1: if you had to be this primary, you had to be the finger father when mm-hmm. you had a kid, I bet you wouldn't let your kid go out there smashing everything. Hell no. Nah.
0: Like, no nah, nah, son. Nah. <laughs> and you know what though? The way that men will hustle for other shit, you know what I'm saying? Material shit and, and all that having, cause women hustle for their kids and you men me? hustle for women and we hustle for women. <laughs> no, and that's a big fact, but if we had to hustle for our children, oh, we would be a lot closer to women than we are, bro. That's a hell of a fucking topic, man. Um, oh, one last thing, too. The uh the just kind of on that same note, women's I guess perception of of men, I really really and I want men to stop doing this with women, too. I want everybody to stop doing this. Black men, uh black women, everybody relax. Stop letting social media Ugh. and the 24-hour news feed of what's happening among celebrities dictate how you so, view everybody else, fam. Like, so
1: because when you do that, mm-hmm. because memes and theoretical conversations mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are talked about on podcasts and on TV shows yeah. or things you see in scripted reality shows, yeah. not like a true life event. Those things aren't real, so to speak. It could be Facts. based on a true story, but you can't let that be the representation of everything. Yeah. Because what happens is when you see one nigga go out there and do some wild shit, right? Man, He don't speak for all of black people. Mm-hmm. Just as if one Muslim goes out and do something, he don't speak for all people who it, profess yeah. the Muslim. You know what I'm saying? So you can't let a few items on television that did not personally happen to you yeah. Or anybody that you know. That's not it's not real like. Yeah.
0: That. Now I this this celebrity driven life that we currently live thanks to social media and that that 24-hour uh celebrity news feed that we have via the internet and via our phones um it's not real. It's not real and what you see is not what's reality. It's not your reality. I know it may consume a lot of your life because we are on our phones like that, but it's not your reality. So stop letting that determine how you see black women. Stop letting that determine how you see black men. We are not all uh, that way, man. There are, for every, again, I'ma just, I'ma hit that nigga just because he was recently uh, in the news, but for every nigga that you might think is a future, it's 25 regular dudes who don't act like that and who don't do none of that shit like we just it's way more of us than it is them so stop letting these celebs uh turn your mind into mush man but anyway great question yo and uh that's, that's it, man. That's what we got on the uh, on the the Blackberry letter, man. Ask the culture. We appreciate everybody that submitted questions. Uh, if you got additional questions that you want to ask, topics that you want to talk about, and ain't just got to be relationships and men and women shit, we up here to talk about life, man. Me and Jay got some interesting lives, and uh, we would love to give you all our, our feedback on whatever you might have going on in yours. So hit us up on This Week in Culture uh, on the Facebook page and This Week in Culture on the Instagram. If you got our personal Instagram. J. Johnson 313 Trinidad Ant hit us there if you got our numbers, shoot the text. Any questions y'all got, we will happily try to tackle it and at the very least just give you all our opinions on the matter. Uh, now before we jump into episodes four through six of Killer Mike's trigger warning, I did want to touch on a couple of news pieces. First of all, I wanted to bring this up here just to <laughs> America's so fucking annoying, dog. I hate this country sometimes. So, uh, Congressman Peter Welch, did you hear what this nigga said? Uh-uh. Peter Welch, uh, a representative, uh, Republican congressman, he tweeted, Never in the history of this country has it been legal to make people work for free. That's what's happening to federal employees. This can never happen again. Peter Welch, I think you missed about- about what? About 250 some years of... About
1: uh, 400 years.
0: I mean, that was just a start. You know what I'm saying? He, he missed a lot of oppression out this motherfucker. He missed a lot of free labor out this motherfucker. I think this whole country was built on the backs of free labor. Mm. I don't know if he read that.
1: Free labor from us? mm-hmm um the chinaman uh-huh I, I i took that from a rap the chinaman built a railroad the indians saved the pilgrims and then returned the pilgrims killed mm-hmm. them.
0: i mean what like, was uh lupe fiasco's, yo if you never heard lupe fiasco's what was that joint called america or yeah. um on the first album on the food and liquor album lupe got american a joint terrorist on, american terrorists. go listen to that that'll break down really quickly and really fucking lyrically how much America has thrived. Give the black man thrived. gun,
1: give the red man liquor, black man- l- Fool, red, red man, man n- or no,
0: nah, red man, fool, black man, nigga. nigga. Lupe was going- That's one of my favorite songs of all time, right. dog. That song is fucking ignorant, like, because it's so give good. Give yellow good man pen,
1: make him pull I mean, go from river.
0: Yeah, man, dog. Lupe l- was what? snapping on that shit, American bro. terrorists. American terrorists on Lupe fiasco's Food and Liquor. Shout out to Lupe. Um- But that'll give you some very digestible bars, Peter Welch, on how much free labor has benefited uh, this country. So it did not just start with the federal employees who are not currently working and who've been out of work for five weeks now. Uh, And I'm not blaming them. That is not their fault, whether they are on the higher end of the salaries of federal employees and they're doing just fine or whether they're on the lower end and they're at I, I've seen a bunch of news articles saying like a lot of the lower end federal employees are going to like food shelters and food banks trying to get help. And uh, niggas are like trying to fucking not get evicted because they can't pay. Rent. They ain't got a check in five weeks. Man. Right. So no matter what end that you're on, whether you are rich or whether you are not, if you are a federal employee and you are not working or not being paid for your work, uh, but you're still forced to go. God bless you, man. This is not your fault, and I hate that it's happening to you, but Peter Welch, this shit happened for 400
1: motherfucking
0: years, and then some, because we had plenty of years where we was getting paid less than nothing after slavery. You know what I'm saying? Like We we was still out here, niggas thought, because they was putting us in the raggedy-ass shack in the back of the house. That we should have been grateful and thankful for the work that we was doing, man. So, Peter Welch, you was a goddamn fool. Uh, I know you're a congressman and all that shit, but you sound stupid as fuck.
1: Um, all right, man. Let's get to this trigger warning shit, man. Trigger warning,
0: man. Episodes four through six. So, did you catch up on them, boys? I did. All right, man. Off top, before we get into the details, how you felt about it?
1: Uh,
0: Compared to, I guess, the first three
1: compared to the first three i think we're gonna have more deeper dialogues in these next three okay um they weren't my they like (laughs) i i I know where you at so i am so i was struggling with these right okay not watching them but just thinking like killing bikes he's a very intelligent person facts and uh they were created literally for the conversation and for to get you to think about certain things. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we're gonna talk about it's yeah, got it yeah. it served this purpose. I put the, it like that. the
0: entire series, even with, you know, maybe parts or whatever that I wasn't a fan of, again, the conversation, uh and the theme. Because
1: some be of these, to be perfectly honest, out of these six some out of these six shows, some of these were my trigger. Yeah. Man, uh,
0: out of these six episodes, I can say the final three, four, five, and six were, none of them were my favorites, but they all contain things to discuss. Like, these are- They you know, definitely contain is,
1: some of my triggers. This is dialogue <laughs> that
0: needs to be discussed, so we're going to jump right into it, man. Uh, episode four, The Church of Sleep. Yeah. Uh, First of all, that nigga Sleep has the funniest face in American history, nigga. That nigga face did not fucking move, dog. Yo, if you have watched this shit, I promise you if you just want to laugh and be in a better mood for like a minute, yeah. just pull up that nigga sleep face on your phone real quick. That shit is phenomenal, dog. Um, But the episode, man. How, so Trigger Mike kind of, he opens it up, basically saying what he's saying at the top of every episode. Religion in America is bullshit, man. Like Christianity is how he came at it. Like, believing in Jesus and this white face, yeah. this white face Jesus that we've been taught to believe in. That's bullshit. And he said, black folks need a face and we need a, we need a Oh, what did you say? Black people need a Messiah
1: that looks like us. that
0: looks like us. We need a Messiah that looks like us.
1: Listen, man, I'm not a proponent of white Jesus.
0: No, not at all.
1: Like not in real life. I'm not a proponent for white Jesus. However, we know Jesus wasn't white, and that so it, it's said in the book, right? To my po- to so point, to that point. So if if you're gonna go on this stand mm-hmm. against the white, like fam, you you talking about the white folks then who got yeah. the white yeah. pictures up? Yeah. So in your church, go replace the white Jesus with a black Jesus in the story. Read your little you Ten Commandments and shut the fuck up about it. Like, so which one of these Ten Commandments you think is wrong? Like, which one mm-hmm. of these that don't fit? your lifestyle is it don't kill don't steal don't yeah. cover your neighbor's things or your neighbor wife like you can't tell me which one of the 10 basic tenets that you got of a problem life. with what you actually have a problem with are human beings
0: yeah and yeah. the
1: flawed nature of humans who are in power mm. and your issue isn't with christianity it's with people in positions of power who use mm. that power to their benefit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and what i think happened in this episode is exactly killer mike that exactly what he hates about religion, he did, he did that shit to create the Church of Sleep. Like, he literally did it. You wanted to create something that benefited you and your people. hmm So you created a whole new church. mm mm-hmm. you, you gathered people together. Well, then white folks created something for them and they people. Yeah. To make it more digestible. Yeah. For white people. So it was a couple things. He was like, I can make you a religion. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not making you an idol to be worshiped, to let people down. I'm just making you, um, I'm saying, holy holiness, live in this man. And I want you to see this. So you can go home, look in the mirror and say, it's on me. So if that's your plan, basically saying, I'm going to make it this religion and I don't want y'all to worship this man. I just want you to know, that the information you can take that information and you can live a, a better life, so to speak. Yeah. Well, God damn it, who told you to pray to Jesus? You supposed yeah. to be praying to God anyway, right? Big facts. The end of your like Jesus ain't God. Like I get it, the God son yeah. Holy, like yep. like y'all got because you don't go to church. Yeah. Because you don't have a fundamental understanding of, of what what that is, uh, and, yeah. and you've never actually read the Bible. You don't yeah. have a fundamental understanding of what it is. You're going off a of dogma, and uh-huh. you're going off of like. Shit you heard comedians say because mm-hmm. it's too difficult to live a disciplined life. Yeah, I'm going to make any fucking excuse I can to get out of living a disciplined life. Nigga, I like smoking weed. I like drinking liquor. I like doing this, so fuck, hope, smoke hey. dope. Like, really, nigga?
0: Talk your shit. Um, what's kind of funny to me and what I've always thought about uh, people who are, I guess, so adamant and so vehement about Christianity is kind of what Jay was alluding to a moment ago when he was discussing the commandments. What is it exactly that they're telling you to do that you have so much against
1: fam? They're saying don't kill nobody. And what people are so wild is like, so the Bible, whether you believe that shit, let me rephrase. So the Bible, whether you believe it to be mm. literal Mm-hmm. Or a book written allegory with a bunch mm-hmm. of stories to help you get to a so, certain place. Yeah, yeah. While I'm telling you the story, if something bad happens in the story, stop saying they did this in the Bible. Yeah, like that don't make it right. Man. If I told you about the presidential election yeah. and what, like years in the future, yeah. I tell you about the president presidential election and what Donald Trump did or whatever. I'm not condoning what Donald Trump did. I'm telling you yeah. the story. I got to tell you what what bad happened. Yeah. and then the outcome of that. And don't read the first chapter and don't like come on fam and and again that's my point man
0: like what is it in the bible what is it uh what proponent of christianity uh or i guess what principle uh within christianity is it that makes you like so mad because fam it's literally again whether literally to jay's point whether you believe it's true 100 fact when you read that bible or whether you believe that entire thing is allegorical fam they just telling you to live a disciplined holy happy life they telling you to pray to god like i don't see anything wrong with any of that and i'm not saying that just as a christian i'm just saying it as a human being like yo if i pick up a book and i read that book for motivation and i then get motivated then that book served its purpose (laughs) nigga like so when you pick up the bible and the bible tells you thou shall not kill thou shall honor thy mother and thy father
1: Fam, why, why you got a problem with that? You mad that I honor my mother and my father? Because you know I'm all black, everything. So big facts. If, if I take a look at the forty two negative confessions or the forty two laws of Matt, mm-hmm. it's the Ten Commandments on steroids. Yeah, like it's well the Ten Commandments. If you want to be real, come out of that. Yeah. So like, I, you don't like these ten? We well, go another thirty two that you shouldn't do, yeah. fam. But like, Who? he out there would a sign that says weed women in drugs (laughs) no weed, we women alcohol fuck hope do dope like is that like so but I don't really think that this is his philosophy so to speak yeah I'm thinking have you ever seen a movie called uh um the invention of lying yes yep Man, that shit was that so... That was a good movie. It was so... it that was, was a really good movie. It was so deep that people didn't realize how deep it was, though. So if y'all haven't heard about the invention line, it was Ricky Gervais? Yeah. And he existed in a time frame where there was no such thing as a lie. Yep. Everything that anybody ever said was 100% truth. He, however, worked in the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And the movie theaters mm-hmm. are different because everything has to be the truth. It was really reading out of a history book. Yeah, and he had the Black Plague. Yep. AKA your job sucks. No one comes. <laughs> so power goes out. He goes to the bank. He's trying to get some money off of rent. Rent like eight fifty. He only got like four hundred in the bank. Power yep. goes out. he was like, damn, my power went out. How much money do you have? I'll just give it to you. And he was like, uh, I had
0: eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Then
1: the power comes back on. Boom. And they was like, ho, oh, oh, ho, the manager guy, like, hey, this guy just said we owed him $800 the computer says $400. Like, what we, what's going on? He's like, well, the computer must be wrong, Give him the money the money. Mm-hmm. And like, he was the first time he lied or whatever, yeah. right? So he started trying this shit out. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He had a bar. He was like, hey, I'm a black guy. He's like, hey, we always knew you. Da, 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 you black. Like, what's yeah. your name? My name's Paul. Hey, hey. No, my name's not Paul. He just testing this shit out. Yeah. So at the same time, his mom is slick. And she about to die or whatever, right? Yeah. So he go talk to her while she in the hospital, and he trying to make her feel good. He's like, look, ma, after you die, you're going to go. You're going to live in a big mansion. You're going to see all your friends there. He's just trying to give her some hope and yeah. everything. Yep. She passed away. She's like, oh, wow, thanks. I thought I was going to die. I live in the land of nothingness. Yeah. Um, She passed away. Boom. He turns around. It's two doctors sitting right behind him. They're like, damn, this nigga knows something about what happened to you after you die. Next morning, he wake up, CNN's at his door. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So he comes out. Uh, he write a bunch of stuff on two pizza boxes and <laughs> put them in the air like it's the Ten Commandments. He was like, so tell me what God thinks or whatever, yeah, whatever. The man yeah. upstairs, he's like, it's a man upstairs. He decides, he decides who lives and who dies. He just making this shit up mm-hmm, as he go along. Mm-hmm. And they like, so you mean it was the man upstairs who gave my dad cancer? He was like, well, technically like, well, fuck the man upstairs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then he was like, no, no. Long story short, yeah. like he made a religion. Yeah. And like I think that's what they was trying to say. You know yeah. what I'm saying? In that in that movie. Here, like killer Mike just got together and did that. What he really did was make a cult. Facts. Because all Facts. these people that was on there was not stable in the mind because
0: it was that's a fact but it was also uh in the in the vein of a cult it was come believe what i say you should believe yeah it was not come believe the truth it was not come believe it's come believe what i believe because what you currently believe i don't agree with so if you want to fuck with a nigga that says then try to bring creflo into it boy which i thought was funny because i i don't rock with creflo but i don't
1: either That nigga, he he had a
0: moment. I appreciate it.
1: He kept getting, he was like, no, fam, like, Mm -hmm. you keep talking about that outside stuff. Mm -hmm. Your issue is that you ain't right within yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever. And he was like, you don't get on board with us. No, what I thought was interesting that, you only went to the black preacher. Facts. And when he said he went down with it, you said we're gonna go against him. Yeah. No, don't go against him. Go yeah. against Joe Olstein. Go yeah. against whoever, if that's what you want. Yeah. And I, I think going
0: back to your earlier point, this literally could have been an episode of him visiting uh black churches all over Atlanta and an all that. Actually, change their representation, and saying, yo. Jesus, skin of bronze and hair of. Change that picture. Don't have white G if that was the picture that was represented yeah. in that church. If it wasn't, uh, then saying, hey, this is a great church. Like something like, again, but the ideology of Christianity never like. He didn't need to go against that to make the point he was making. Like, because ultimately to say that we need a black messiah who looks like us or a messiah we who looks like us, then. we already if have if,
1: one. If, if this is the book that you believe in. Yes. Yes. And that's what you hold your faith in. Then you then already, you already one. have one. So now, you should be smart enough to not let these white folks use that information against you. Facts. To better they plan. Mm-hmm. If you got the, you can read now. You read the book. You know what's right, what's not. You should know when you get manipulated. Then that's. If you choose to be manipulated by, yeah, big fat do women
0: um, do, but any I I thought the episode was. So my my issue with and it wasn't with justice episode but really four through six, I think they tackled bigger issues than the first three, but they handled them more satirical.
1: Like you can't take they they handled them all the same way. Yeah, but yeah. this needs a little bit more nuance and, yeah, and or it needs somebody who because Killer Mike ain't never really been you not
0: really versed in what you're discussing the way that you're trying to convince me you're mm-hmm. discussing it
1: and you can't fool a nigga that knows. and what you it seemed like you just trying to get people on your scene on yeah. your time on your side yeah. versus provide them information because ultimately what you ended up doing the book of sleep you had them niggas meditate mm-hmm. and guess what that's what prayer is
0: <sighs> talk about it
1: like so you had them sleep or sit down lay for fifteen and, minutes and yep, lay down yep. or whatever, and then write some. Fam, meditation is good for you. Literally, it's holy. I do it every morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be honest, that the the when when Jesus in the Bible was gone for that period of time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you follow different scholars, he went and and learned and got teachings from all over. Yeah. So the meditation from, um, uh, yeah. He yeah. learned from different different religious sects, different things, whatever. Yeah. Like, no, it's a part of you. You should meditate yeah. because God is within. So if you want to be in touch with God, you need to go within because yeah. it's hey man, uh
0: meditation is in me, is not a on me. You, it, big facts, in me, not on me. And meditation is an extremely
1: Large part of your mental health, bro. And I thought he was playing loose with some of his words. Like I just yes. went to the I just went to the Blue Fame where we've been um, honoring Black women for over thirty years. No, fam, the strip club is not where you honor Black women again. There's nothing so, honorable about that. Like so
0: you touching, you keep touching on what I had a problem with. I said these three topics could have, if he had had the mindset he had in episodes one through three with these three topics. I feel like these 3 episodes could have been a lot stronger. You,
1: you playing what you playing on words how they do. Too much satire. So like, well, it's not you that You mocking us. It's not even that, but you saying something that on the surface you can mm-hmm. say, "Oh, okay, that's how people we get honor manipulated." black women
0: in the strip club. No, we're not. No, man. No we not. But it's kind of funny cuz you juxtapose that with uh the all black episode where it was, A, I'm in the strip club and I'm not letting this Asian dancer dance on me because I'm only paying black women uh, and black people and I'm only supporting black right now. So it's like, no, in that instance, you were honoring the black woman that you allowed to come dance for you as opposed to the fucking uh, Asian woman. But we don't honor black women in the strip club. Like nothing in there is really honorable. I think we just
1: got to be really, really careful with our words, with our words and who we give our attention to, who has our attention, because Mm -hmm. whenever there's going to be a choice for you to make in your life Mm -hmm. um, on the spiritual or whatever it it is, it's going to be very, very subtle. Yeah, the devil is never gonna come out to you and say, "Hey, my man, yeah, do you want to go with me?" It's yeah. gonna be always something questionable, something like, "Well, this kind of make a little bit of sense." And a lot of these people were led astray.
0: Yeah,
1: and they were able to join. That's how. That's how cults get. Yeah, that's how people end up in a cult.
0: Jim Jones and them. Man. A lot of these people, David Koresh and them, like man. these
1: people was crying mm-hmm. to somebody who ain't never said a word to them ever, and then you went and got pulled in uh, you talking about Donald going, going son so listen fam or
0: was that his son or his nephew I his, son. his son his right. son I'm just gonna
1: throw this out there yeah the bible that you're reading mm-hmm. it could be a product of this exact same thing mm-hmm. because there I mean if you want to do a little bit of research there uh, there are claims that William Shakespeare wrote the bible mm. um, or this version of the mm-hmm. bible he got you know what I'm saying it made. It. Yeah. so whatever all I'm saying is if you got a set of rules and principles that yeah. govern your life. Come on, fam.
0: So here's the irony, uh, in, in this episode and really sort of to your point about the Bible. Uh so many people who again are, I guess, in objection to Christianity and the Bible, uh, so many of them will tell you something like, Oh, the Bible was man made you know, that was that was written by you know, everything people's personal accounts. planning this planet is man-made. <laughs> Big facts. Um, and they'll tell, oh, you know, that was written by people's, you know, personal accounts or whatever. Like, that was whatever, whatever. So then you can't tell me that, but then go around and
1: have Donald Going's son write your Bible telling me what you think. Because a nigga, nigga, nigga. a nigga can't tell me, oh, this man-made, somebody wrote this shit, and then go Google some information. If you don't yeah. get the fuck out of my face, fam, who wrote and it? everything that you know somebody else told you? Mm-hmm. I only believe... There's only one religion and that religion is faith. Mm. And what I mean by that mm. is everything that you know, you believe it to be true because mm-hmm. you trusted the source that gave it to you. Yeah. If you were atheist and you believe in science yeah. and that one plus one is all this equal MC square, yeah. you only believe that to be true because you believe that book, you believe that yeah. my, you, everything. All you got is your faith. Yeah. So if, if it's faith and that, there, there is something there, if it's faith that is nothing there, yeah. don't nobody know until they know. Yeah, everybody gonna find out <laughs> at one point. Hey,
0: and that's so. My thing has always been like, uh, you know, I remember my pops was locked up. You know, like most black men that go to prison, pops was Muslim in jail. He had to do what he had to do. Um, you know, I've I've read all the surahs out the Quran and and gone through there, and I've done my comparative analysis with the Quran and the Bible, and I've, I've sat and had conversations with devout Muslims yeah. um, who took their faith and their religion very seriously uh, as well as devout Christians who take their faith uh, very seriously. And I've, I've been on both sides of that coin uh, and have looked at other religions as well. And uh, to Jay's point...
1: I look at everything.
0: Fam, and believe in what you believe in but just make sure you believe in it. But if we all... Because what you'll hear a lot of people who aren't necessarily proponents of Christianity say is... Uh, Oh, well, I don't believe I believe in a higher power. I don't believe in Jesus or I don't believe I just believe in a higher fam. All of us are all saying the same. We believe in a God. We believe in a God. Um so if your God comes from this religion and that religion, ultimately we all believe that there is one high source that is in charge of the spirituality and the spiritual nature of this planet. So we ain't enemies. We not Whatever principles you be, be a good person. But if you are a Christian and you do believe in Christianity and you are saying that
1: this my this 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 is my issue, dog. What's good? Two things. One, I don't care what religion you believe in. Yeah. Because I believe if you vibrate at a certain level, whatever road it takes for you to get to that level, uh-huh. take it. If it Man. if it if it if you gotta go through Mohammed to go through there, Man do it if you want to go through jesus if you want to go through Yahshua, you want to wherever Aye. but i do know this out of all the great many religions that are out there mm-hmm. if everybody actually subscribed to the tenets of their religion mm-hmm. this world would not be in a place that it is in right now
0: big facts the
1: reason that it's in the place it is right now is because everybody is not subscribing to the shit that you say you believe
0: in big facts
1: it's too hard to live a disciplined life, whatever mm-hmm. your discipline is. Mm-hmm. So you keep coming up with examples and and, and different excuses to allow you, yeah. so you can feel comfortable with yourself, knowing that you are a failure. Yeah, because you, it, it's too hard for me to live like this. So I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm gonna make up a reason to make me feel better. Yeah, and make so I don't want people to be just like, no, nigga, if you really want to do this shit, you would do it. Yeah. And when you can't, you make it. You find a way not to do it. Oh, that's because because they do this or yeah. or that. Nigga, that's not the reason you don't go to church. Yeah, reason um. you don't want to get your ass up. You rather watch football. You want to do this. You want to do that. Like, come on, you sleepy. You sleepy. You was hanging Saturday. <laughs> And that Saturday hang be a motherfucker,
0: but what's funny about that? I always be laughing because I got a couple homies who I told like, pull up on church with me real quick Sunday morning. We can go. I go to Triumph. They got mad services, dog. We can literally go at any time you're comfortable throughout a Sunday. My nigga kept hitting me, oh bro, I'm tired as hell, bro. Oh, the game coming out. And that same shit. I'm like, fam, hey, you know they got a Saturday five o'clock. We can run through that real quick. It's an hour. We out by six, and we back to the crib. Oh, nigga, we can hit the club. Whatever you try and do Saturday night. Oh nigga, I can't. All right, fam, well, you just ain't, like Jay said, you ain't disciplined. And that's cool, but don't sit up here and tell me you ain't with that church stuff. You just ain't with getting up. You don't want to go pray. You don't want to go be a better person. You don't want to feel better. You don't want to hear somebody tell you that they believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I've never really understood sort of the. the and nobody
1: the, ever nobody is ever going to have a defend. well, a lot of people won't have a definitive moment. It's like, listen, fam, mm-hmm. I'd rather drink this bottle than go to church. Or yeah, I rather, well, yeah. I rather do this instead of learn more information or ask yeah. questions or do whatever, whatever. Yeah. No one's gonna say that. It's always gonna be subtle, like, oh, I don't really feel like it this yeah. week because I make up an excuse in my mind. Yeah. And like, when ultimately,
0: you just saying that you ain't fucking disciplined. What, and it. you just on some bullshit with when it come to that, and that's okay. Like,
1: but keep it a buck with me, nigga. So there was a couple of things I noticed to wrap up this portion of of this. Was that number four? Yeah, yeah. is. Um, it showed me a few things that people are out here to be led. Facts. Um, there are a bunch of sheep in the world. Facts. You can be a sheep for good or you can be a sheep for bad. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people in the world who are looking to be a part of something that need to be led. Yeah. And I think, and that's 85% of the people. Yeah. So for the 85 that's out there, it's unfortunate that the five percenters who going to take you and mm-hmm. do the right thing with you. And there's 10% of people who are going to lead you astray. That 15% of people have a, a great responsibility mm-hmm. because you know, the other 85 is looking for assistance and need yeah. help. And if you take advantage of them, people, man, this is, it's
0: Hey man. Um, everybody isn't a leader. Everybody is not a sheep herder. Everybody will not walk you towards something righteous and positive a lot of people are going to move in a direction that's to their benefit, not yours and if they ask you to follow them, they might do whatever's necessary to convince you it's to your benefit and mask everything that's openly showing you it's to their benefit for you to follow them so Thanks. uh keep your eye on these fools man uh and again, I don't know that killer Mike, literally believes anything he said in this episode. Yeah. All I know is he generated a hell of a conversation with Facts. that one. Um the next episode, episode five, was just when they created the song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the uh so this episode kind of I was in and out on this one, I ain't gonna lie. Uh it didn't really hold me the way I wanted it to hold me. Um they he he went to the old folks home in the beginning of the episode uh and Basically, he was introducing rap music to them, and a lot they were giving their opinion. These were a lot of old
1: white people. I thought that was a real good conversation in the beginning. He, he did, where it's like, Um, I didn't think I was gonna have any, anything in common with this, so let's find mm-hmm. me a common ground. Yeah, and he explained how to like this one lady was like, I just think all the black people make up do all the violence in the country. Yeah, he was like, You she like, but I just watch the news. Yeah. And they had a conversation, no matter how much sense he made, he was yeah. like yeah but I still think it's all the black people making all the noise that's, and
0: that's <laughs> but again if you're going off his comment about hey I just watched the news, this is literally what you see this is what you see fam because everybody ain't throwing on the CNN where they might talk about like for instance today we had the the white guy shoot up the what was that like a bank the bank yeah it killed five people um but everybody that's National news, but that might that local news is gonna hit you with ten of them stories with black people about what we've done negative. You know, it might not be shooting up the shit, but
1: I don't know if you guys know this, but your local news is scripted. Mm. Uh, one of our homies actually, uh, she used to write the news. Mm. Um, and when I say write the news, like there's a couple clips out there. I even got some of my on my personal YouTube page, yeah, where it's the exact same news word for word, the segments all across the country. Mm. So it's like 30 different stations saying the exact same thing down to like the fake laugh and the fake joke, fake joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so what you, the news is fake. Okay. It, it's just not real. Um, But somehow he would want to explore different people from different backgrounds. Yeah. And he wanted to get a bunch of random people from a different extreme views mm-hmm. and put them all together and I guess the point of it was for them to kind of, like, work their things out so everybody understanding. could be, like, heard. Yeah. And I, you heard some really, really strong points of views yeah. on a lot of different things.
0: Where I where I thought the—so he was putting all these people together to make a song in the episode. Uh, and he basically held it like an audition of American Idol. It was come in here, you know, and perform. Um, and he got people from all walks of life. To come in, perform a song. A lot of these songs were very much so political, uh, and I, I I would have to rewatch the episode. But was it like intended that they were going that way? Because folks were not just walking in that. But
1: mega the song was about who you are, who you as are. a person. Yeah, and if we feel that this is not who you are, we're kicking you off. Yeah. So everybody,
0: they took a, literally all but like the one. The the, all lady these people that, got mental problems. The lady that played the harp, the. Whatever. And it had a costume. Too. Oh, she's crazy, but she's the only one who didn't walk up there and sing, like, a political song. Yeah. Like, it, her song was kind of weird in its own right, but... All these people
1: got... me It's a lot of, of mental who illness. Who are these bro.
0: people? And why do Killer Mike just be walking around Atlanta finding random people? It's a lot of people on. with mental illness, man. Yeah. Uh, you had... So you had several different people. You had uh, this, you know, the... Devil worshiper, atheist dude with the paint on the his juggalos. face. The juggalos. The juggalo, yeah. Which is a thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. It's um, a big fucking thing. And he w- they brought him back on that sixth episode, yeah. too. Uh, we'll get into that. You had him. You had some black women. You had Look, the white. Man. The standout w- dude was the white dude that dropped that Yo, nigger in there. He dropped the nigger in he,
1: there. He was, the, he was the one, bro. And you had uh dude from the Cola. He ended mm-hmm. up making the three mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Hey, he damn near Mario. Mario. Yeah,
0: they they trying to make Mario fan. So, uh, all right, going back to sort of the satire and the and the maybe not taking these three themes as seriously as I wanted these three themes to be taken. I didn't need to see Mario two more times, and because then it started to feel like a joke to me at a certain point like especially by episode six are get into that um but anyway everybody got up there they they sang and performed their songs uh the white guy got up there and his song he literally dropped he was a trump supporting black people hating ass white dude and he got up there he said nigger in his song he said white nigger so he thought it was cool um when he performed it in auditions, they were all like, you know, everybody gasps and all that. But Killer Mike didn't put him out. He didn't kick him out. He, <laughs> he said, wasn't there. Well, yeah, yeah. But, like, even, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, like the whole, hey, I want y'all to get up here and sing a song that shows me you. This was the white dude. So he ain't get put out the group. Uh, and later in the episode, he had them go perform the song. Where were they at? Uh, at the of Jew show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, they were literally at a Run The Jewels concert, and Killer Mike had all these random people. Mario
1: come out dressed as a woman.
0: Mario is a wild boy. Um, pause. Uh, <laughs> he had everybody come out and perform their parts but of I'll the be song. Honest, I didn't like this episode. This episode was trash to me, bro, because I, I feel like it was mishandled. Well,
1: it's not that. It's that and maybe this is speaks to me, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Um like I thought the purpose of this episode was actually for all of them to speak all of their weird, unique points of views. Yeah. Because it was a, a very extreme. Everybody had an extreme point of view. Yeah. And they all were in a room and they all let's see if we can put all of our differences aside yeah. and create one song. Which we did. Yeah. And even though my man said nigger. Like a we are the world type Yeah. yeah. Even though my man said nigger, um, we've freedom of speech aside yeah. we let we allowed that to go and then they actually performed the song so and all those different right yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying so somehow all these people found some sort of common ground yeah. and they did it or whatever but i really do think it's like a this is a mirror of america mm-hmm. and like they were trying to come together to sing a song but that's how your office building look on monday Everybody mm-hmm. just not that as vocal. Mm-hmm. You got Jewish people at your, your in your office, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You got some gay people in your office. Yep. You got some 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 uh suspected white supremacist yeah, in yeah, your yeah. office. You got some black power, black lives matter in yeah, your yeah. office, you got some feminists in your office, but everybody gotta come together to make a product for whoever you work for. You gotta whatever. come together in so, harmony, you know what I'm saying? I dig it. Like it, it wasn't my cup of tea because guess what? I don't care about all y'all opinions. <laughs> um at the same time. Yeah. I've talked to one of y'all, one off, because I want to know. I like to know how the world works. People think yeah. all of y'all, y'all just a little bit too weird for me. Give me a tone, cause they literally got the person on 10 yeah. for every point of view. Let me speak to the guy on six.
0: Yeah. I see where I think the, the episode was mishandled, similar to episode two, um, I just feel like he sort of lost control of the point at a certain point in the episode. like, Cause again, I I agree. I think the episode was supposed to be about all these different people from different walks of life coming together and sort of finding a common ground, commonality, and having the realization that, yo, we are all the same. We are not, nobody's better than another, nobody's whatever, whatever. But I just feel like, I don't know, man. Like it, the same way with the episode two where they were trying to teach and maybe combat how we're being taught in the school system, and, and the need for us to learn a skill and a trade, the need for us to come together and find common ground. Like I don't need this white dude to get up here and call me a nigger. Facts for me to come to common ground with him. Like I feel like it was just a better way to handle it, and uh, it was too much joking going on about you know this particular topic. And I'm like, eh, you know, maybe I, I like where you maybe started out in the old folks' home. I personally would have liked to see them stay in that old folks' home and and figure out something to do right in there with
1: this group. It's of, too late for them niggas though. Yeah,
0: I mean it. It about is to
1: die. you changing y'all y'all old ass niggas changing y'all opinion on black yeah. people ain't gonna help.
0: Shit, nigga, bring the crips <laughs> and the bloods through there. Had them fucking right. sit down and talk to some of these old people, like something like that. I don't know. I just wasn't really digging this episode, man. And uh, the final one, it
1: really just showed mental illness is real facts, because there was some weird-ass folks. Um, Mental illness is real, and a lot of people do things to be on a reality show or for the price of fame.
0: Oh, that's a big fact. Because who the
1: fuck is moving from their town to go live in the fucking field in Atlanta?
0: And that takes us into the sixth and final episode, uh, New Africa.
1: Which I am a proponent of. I loved, I, I loved the thought. Me, Jason Johnson. Yeah. I some shit that I would love to see Mm -hmm. or that I would not be opposed to see. Mm -hmm. Look, man, when me and my brother used to couldn't get along, my dad used to say one word, Mm -hmm. separate. Mm. Whenever we was, hey, separate. So listen, if you don't like white people, go over here. Yeah. If you don't like black people, you go over there. Yeah. And for all of you that don't got a problem with each other, Y'all stay right here. Yeah. Look, man, if you want to be racist, you don't like go over here with your people. You go over there with your people. Yeah. Over here in the majority, this is where everybody gonna be living peace and happiness. So yeah. if you think you can get all y'all shit together in your own community, do that shit. Like I'm okay with people coming together, and if y'all don't get along, separate. Higgle yeah. a area where we got zones. Like right, left hand side, all white folks, all black folks, all yeah. Mexicans, whatever. Whatever you think your area is, and if for everybody else who can get along with people and just be normal, yeah, stay here, fam. Like, that should be the end of it, right? Yeah. I shouldn't hear shit from you. You ain't got to worry about no black people. You ain't got to worry about no white folks. Boom. But for the rest of us, we just want to be normal and just go about our days and live in harmony with everybody else. Huh. So here are 40 states. Out of yeah. these 40 states, this is everybody. You take 10 you take ten, or well, you take five, you take five, yeah. and he go two territories. Hey, <laughs> like, if
0: if the Confederacy and the Confederate states and all their leaders were simply saying, hey, we're white people, and we want to be dominant, and we want to be the fucking leaders of everything, and we want to live in these fucking eight, nine states right here, and if you are a uh, an opponent of that, then you can go live up there. That's what the Brexit
1: was, by the it, way. It, exactly. Like, look, we don't want y'all, because their whole thing was like, we don't want uh, these Muslims. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I hate when people say Muslims, because that's a faith. Yeah. yeah and not yeah. Um, a a, a it's race. not a race of people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't, people, Muslim, yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> I don't want these people... I've never been a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? I don't want these people of Arabic descent yeah. in my country. Yeah. And when we are part of the European Union, it say yeah. everybody can move freely. Yeah. We don't want you niggas over here. Yep. So we coming out of the, in the Union, so now we can discriminate fully. Yeah, And they got a problem with that. I'm yeah. like, it is fucked up, but at least I know where they stand. We're going to stay the fuck away yeah. from them.
0: And see, so the the issue with the Confederacy was that y'all were saying, no, we want to keep the black people here. We just want them to be enslaved
1: and do everything. We want to continue free yeah. labor.
0: Yeah, free labor. We, we was going to build up these Confederate states off free labor. If the Confederacy had just said, yo, we'll let black people go up there and be free and enjoy their fucking life and not be around our racist asses. But we're going to keep our racist asses down here in Texas and Georgia. and them, um, I wouldn't even be mad. Because we wouldn't have had to fight over that. It'd have been like, oh shit, well, y'all stand down there, but y'all gonna let my people come up here and be safe.
1: And the beef wasn't never over black and white. It uh, was like, it was free, free labor. labor. Nigga, they making too much money over yeah. there because they ain't got to pay their people. It's y'all can't fuck. do that no yeah. more. What you mean? You trying to fuck up our good thing over oh, here? Yeah. Oh, no, Civil War.
0: That shit wasn't black and white. It was definitely, nigga, rich and poor. It, it Literally, that shit was rich and fucking poor, man. And, um,. So uh anyway on this on this new Africa episode uh Killer Mike's I guess focus and challenge this time was to succeed succeed from America and start his own goddamn country. Um and he started off I thought it was interesting started off talking to the Moors uh and and having a conversation about how to well, secede. That's a special
1: Moor cuz he's from yeah, New Orleans yeah which is Unless they got, unless they're are two ones that are similar, like, you can be sovereign. Like, Mm -hmm, Brother Polite mm -hmm, and all that. mm -hmm. Like, if I'm not mistaken, he was with, uh, no, he got New Covenant. But they call themselves, like, New YBN, too. Something with But anyway, like, oh, you need a constitution. You need a a declaration of independence. You need some land. And you can get sovereignty on this particular, on this land.
0: And I, I loved how he told them, like, the Vatican. Yeah.
1: Like he, he gave them. Like D.C. Yeah, yeah. Washington, D.C. Right here. District of Columbia. We well, you know when people start adding up, if there's 50 states or yeah. whatever, they be mm. trying to add in D. C. Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And D.C. is his own city state. Yeah. It got his own flag, its yep. own set of rules, yeah. just like London and London mm-hmm. City, just like the Vatican. for uh, tinfoil hat on. Those are the three places that run the entire world. Mm. uh dc handles the military backing um the vatican handles the religion and london handles the money those are the three branches of the government that controls the entire world the world government. now back to our regularly scheduled program mm,
0: talk about it um but i i love that he went and talked to uh oh boy and and sort of learned how to secede from the country and then
1: he and kept it real,
0: too. Hey, yeah, he did. Now you got to import, you got to export, yeah. you got to have money, you got to have... Yeah, he let them know, like, hey, I like your little show idea and shit, but... I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> I'm not fucking with it, and I also want you to know, like, no, nah, fam, this ain't no shit you just going to do right quick. Um, So, where... Because I, I didn't hate this episode. I thought this episode was pretty good. It was okay. Um, But where it was like this was probably of all of the episodes at least to me the most unrealistic because it's like
1: it showed me the mental illness in these people
0: fam off top yeah before we even get to the the citizens of new africa off top the whole process kill him i know you ain't just go by this house in this land and maybe you did but i know you ain't really move all these people like it was like okay
1: it was one house handle this like it's not that's this, this was not even a lot of acres
0: yeah it was what do you say 1500 acres something like that and It's um, Atlanta nigga everybody, everybody, on, and, Well this is this georgia shit might might have cost 300,000
1: for okay. the whole boy and netflix gave me 250 for the special mm-hmm. or, or whatever they gave me for the land and the home but uh, i i was just
0: eh, i'm like i right, maybe take this a little bit more seriously because i love what we're talking about but fuck it but i'm he not
1: opposed it. he to, did it so for for myself yeah uh once i get my bag and i go buy uh um some acreage a or, complex, yeah. or a complex Com- or uh, a subdivision yeah i want my shit solver
0: I wouldn't be mad at.
1: You. I wouldn't be mad <laughs> so, at you, Yo, officer. You is on sovereign land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bring your you and your little police car over here. You Don't police over here. You know we you got don't. our own police over here. Mm-mm-mm.
0: Um, so I definitely wasn't mad at that. And again, uh, back to the themes. Every single theme of this shit had a really great purpose. Texas has man. been
1: trying to succeed for quite some time. It's, Damn, and California is now trying to. You know, I'm me, trying to break up. Let me up. tell you
0: who don't belong to America outside of D.C.
1: Texas, Florida, California. California is trying to break into five different states. California is way.
0: five different states, nigga. Texas is its own country, fam. Like It's big enough to be its own country. They govern themselves. In, dog, Texas law don't have shit to do with American laws. At all. At all. Texas law is fucking crazy. And then Florida, I don't even count as part of America, nigga. Florida is a motherfucking world of its own nigga shit that happens in florida don't happen nowhere else on earth florida um man. T- facts nigga florida man is the most real thing that's ever been said on atlanta my god but anyway uh so killer mike he goes he buys this land he buys his property and then he's like all right now we got to get some people out here so he goes and gets basically people that have been featured in Every episode of the show leading up to this point, uh, he grabs, like, a couple people from each episode. He puts them all on a bus, and he brings them out to New Africa. And they pull up to New Africa, and he has a person, like, welcoming them and sort of telling them how to...
1: He got Donnie Goins' son to write... Uh, to write the Constitution. The Constitution yeah, yeah, yeah. for an ambassadorship.
0: <laughs> what was kind of wild, too, about this episode... um. It was very much so military run. the The way he, I mean, even from the minute the bus pulled up, yo, all right, getting a single file line, come off the bus, and it was like, okay, like you, you kind of running it very. Oh, oh boy,
1: uh, I like to call him Don because uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> albino. Um, yeah, oh, alb. I don't know. Is that is no? It, he was albino. I know, but is that rude or is that like a? Yeah, I don't know that it is. I'm gonna say it. And if somebody, because I've, I've heard like albinism, or I heard uh, I heard I've heard a term. It,
0: well, everything we say is rude to somebody, yeah. and that's a fact. I'm not but trying uh, to be. Rude. We are not trying to offend anyone of albino descent. I don't know. I don't know. But this guy was albino, Yeah. Uh, and uh, he was the whatever. He was like the general.
1: You know He's a Secretary of Defense.
0: Secretary of Defense was his title. Yeah. That was uh, his. Oh,
1: but look, if you come up in the country, fam, we gotta we gotta get some rules together.
0: And we definitely gotta have it governed and and have some rules. And matter I of fact, just,
1: when I when you come up in a business, fam, I need y'all to to get to one side. Like, dog, just get in line, fam. When you go to fucking Little Caesars, there's yes. a line. When you go to oh, that's uh, a fact. To like you go into the Tigers game, Man. get in a straight line. It's gonna be easier for everybody to get processed and checked and stuff like that. I think what was,
0: maybe what caught me off guard about it or I guess what struck me about it was sort of the, it felt very much so like one of them futuristic movies and shit that you might watch where it's like, the government literally runs every single thing you do. Like the military runs everything.
1: 1984.
0: Shit, it felt like China out this month. Like, like, yo, nigga, line up, get off the bus, stand in a single file line right now. Like,
1: niggas don't do it. Mario- I'm gonna bust you in your head, nigga. I'd have I'm been like, I'd, have, I'd have been scrapped Mario dog. Mario was a
0: motherfucker, boy.
1: Like I'm that, not I'm not walking in a line. I'm not gonna turn this shirt off. I'm not gonna do don't put me in the box. I, the don't niggas say, do this. I ain't I don't walking wanna... in a
0: line. So dog was like, all right, you know what? We'll have him walk behind you. I'm gonna walk in the zigzag. Don't follow me,
1: <laughs> nigga. But zigzag, I don't want to put my hand on the fucking Bible, well, bitch. Why the fuck you come to this country then? Goddamn it, say on the
0: wood that nigga stays. I don't. I don't. Ain't no I, zigzag. Ain't no drig Drag. I don't, I don't.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't put my hand on on books and and recite phrases. Oh nigga, yeah, no. He wasn't with that. Get uh, the fuck out he of here. He wasn't with
0: that pledge, nigga. Mario say he wasn't doing shit. My whole thing, and that's where it's so kind of to the point I was making earlier. Seeing Mario this third time. At this point, it feels like a shtick. Like, now you're trying to, like...
1: Mario represents a large percent of the population. He, he does. He does. Because some people, I'm not doing... So they're going to object to everything. To myself, I've seen... it's certain things I won't do just because we've been doing them shits this way. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I mean, why are we doing this shit for you? Mm-hmm. But... It made me check myself. I don't know. But uh I, I think the it's most interesting. It's the only interesting... way me and Mario was alike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck that straight. I,
0: th- <laughs> <laughs> I think probably uh to me the most interesting part of this episode was the uh the vote for president.
1: This is exactly how I think things are run, fam. This like, is like listen, in fam. this fam, <laughs> in like in real life, yeah, what he has an issue with in real life and what the presidency and everything like yeah. that is and what he actually did was what he did you put on an election you yeah. gave the people the impression that they were in control that were and, that, and that they chose the president and then you went in and you decided who was going to be president
0: no i fixed fixing votes she had i won by a landslide but i wanted her to feel good like come on and so i'm gonna tell you what pissed me off about that the only thing that pissed me off is because it was a black woman Something about that rubbed me the wrong way. Like, oh, shit, she won to Because, you know, obviously I'm watching it live. Well, then so. he
1: said, then his wife said some a little joke. He was like, everybody know if I was running the country, then you was going to be running the country because you tell telling me what to do anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, I I love that. So I love that. That's a fact.
1: Like, it was going to be a black woman running this motherfucker anyway. Regardless. But I
0: don't know. It was just something about it. Like, ah, oh, fam. Like, really? I don't know. It, it, That part was just slightly irritating to me. Like, I
1: really do think that's how it works, though.
0: Oh, no. I I 100% agree that. Uh, th-
1: whoever the next president it is. is already sick. chosen. They already know. It is. And then now, now I just have to write the story for you yeah. to feel like you selected this person. Is it Kamala or The Rock? Um, It's going to probably be The Rock or something <laughs> like that. Because yeah. apparently you niggas are not letting her cook. Y'all are not letting her cook at yeah. all.
0: I seen some shit today. Yo, it be killing me how much stuff they that didn't I tell see me. They didn't tell me that she not women.
1: she not listen, dog. Black women be mad at black women. Look boy. how look how quick this shit escalated, dog. <laughs> I'm talking about super quick. Yeah. Uh who do I send? I send this to Jenny so it'll be in my uh let me go. Right. My nigga Jenny, what up, dog? Um So they went and um it was like she can't be president. She's not eligible to be president. Her father arrived from Jamaica in nineteen sixty-one. Her mother from India arrived in nineteen sixty. Neither parent was a legal resident for five years prior to Harris's birth, a requirement for naturalization. Uh, she was raised in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Jamil Hill retweeted was like Kamala Harris essentially announced her presidency five minutes ago. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah again. Like, I've never seen this before. It's... From us. It's crazy
0: how we doing Kamala. And, and guess it, what? And I'm gonna say it's crazy how we're doing Kamala because of how much we literally just supported her five minutes ago. When this she, was five minutes ago, fam. She
1: was on Kavanaugh Head. It was Black Boy, Girl that magic. repost was, it was crazy. It was, quote unquote, yes, bitch, yes. Now it was no, bitch, no. Yeah. And I, I
0: don't... It just... It be us, but I... And guess I,
1: what? I don't I don't mean I was gonna vote for her. Yeah. But like y'all just trying. like it got to be a reason that y'all don't want the people in, in power have put in for her not to be yeah. in power.
0: Hey man, uh so that was ultimately, yeah, when they on the, back to that episode real quick, they voted for president. It was kind of uh it, it was a lot going on. Um it was it was about to be uh an uproar among New Africa. They were so
1: I can't believe he left us like yeah, that it's
0: it, been it, it was it was getting tyrannical around that motherfucker. So they had an election uh, between Killer Mike and one of the black women uh, who was a citizen. She won. At the end, Killer Mike said he was talking to his wife um, while they were partying and celebrating her win. Uh, he was talking to his wife, and he was like, yeah, I rigged them votes, nigga. I won by a landside, but I just wanted her to
1: win. So what I don't know is. What's up? Because all of these episodes. Yeah. All of them didn't mesh with my personality yeah. and the type of programming that I typically watch. Yeah. They don't mean that they weren't good. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean that they did not accomplish the exact feeling or the exact things that he wanted to be out there. Yeah. And I do think he did a good job at pulling people triggers mm-hmm. because that nationality, mm-hmm. starting your own, like that's yeah. a big thing for yeah. people. Uh. Religion. Yeah. It's a big thing for people. Race, yeah. a big thing for people. Sexuality, a, huge, a big thing huge, for people. Yeah. Like every theme that education. they. Education. Education.
0: Literally talking about America's triggers. Yes. and 100%. Now, I. So. Uh, and religion. After, whew, so after seeing all six of these, do you think they bring it back? I would like to see six more. I would love to see six more, but then I start thinking okay, where do we go? Where do we go? Because those really were six triggers. So in thinking where do they go, something I was like, man, if he were to tackle one thing on a season two. You know what this is like? What's that? This is like,
1: this was like Borat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Borat. The black version. Yeah. But yeah. Borat tackled real things. Yeah. And he had real, no one knew it was a joke it, except was, him. Yeah, this was. Did you see when he he, he interviewed Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Donald uh, Trump. <laughs> yo, shout out to, uh.
0: Sasha Sasha Baron, Baron, yeah, yeah. Um, No, this was Borat with Ali G. I would say Ali G show.
1: Yeah, that's what it was because Borat was a a character that I that came from.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, This was Borat, but like light though, because Borat was still ultimately a comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like the way that they built it when it was marketed to us. Like when he filmed it, it was serious. But that's what made it funny to us. Because he
1: the only person that knew it was that a joke. That knew it, yeah. I think Killer Mike is the only person that knew he was he was he was like trolling. Yeah.
0: Um. And I I agree with you. I do think that uh, these six episodes accomplished the conversation that he wanted them to accomplish. But in thinking, you know, what would I want to see on a season two? Hey, let's keep triggering America police brutality. Let's get into it.
1: it. Let's get into rap let's, music.
0: Let, rap music. Let's get into it.
1: Let's get into food. Let's get into it. Let's get Killer into Mike, it,
0: Mike. I really want to see your big, not healthy looking ass get into let's some get into food topics.
1: Let's get into hair care. Let's get into it. Um, let's get into auto manufacturing or factory yeah. job. Like it's a lot of stuff that it, we can discuss. It's,
0: it's shit to discuss. I would be. I think for some of those topics, I would like to see him maybe move out of Atlanta with it. You know what I'm saying? With that discussion, like for instance, just taking your point a second ago about uh, auto manufacturers. Bring that to Detroit. Come on up here, nigga. Come come to where these cars started. Come up here. Um with with something like healthcare. I don't know. It's just Atlanta. I don't want you to stay in that pocket if this comes back. Cause it it's so much more you could do with this shit. If you gonna do the police shit, go to Florida. Let's go.
1: I mean, a lot of shit didn't happen in Atlanta too. Though. A
0: lot of oh yeah, hella shit didn't happen in Atlanta. You want to really get to Georgia, but
1: whole convo to happen. I do but, like right. the trigger warnings. Um, what I am taking about out of this is Black Friday. So if you are a Black business, a Black entity, oh. um, send that information. You can email me at jjohnson at shoptalkpod.com or drop it in the um this week in culture joint or DM me at jjohnson three one three. Um, because
0: uh, uh, one of the homies did yeah, drop her info. Um, and I just want to plug her real quick pause. I think, uh, cause I don't want to plug her, plug her, uh, hashtag her too. Well,
1: uh, its it <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna lay that I'm out playing. there
0: in the earth. Um, I, right, so shout out to the homie, uh, Kalia, Kalia Sanders, right? She dropped KSW social media management. Uh, this is her own business. She has four packages that teaches you how to manage your Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, She Again, she has four different packages. She dropped her prices. Um, This is uh, stuff that starts as low as $20 an hour uh, for you to get some social media management. So if you have a business uh, that maybe requires or if you know if you are your business and maybe what you do requires a stronger social media presence hit up the homie uh Kalia Sanders right at KSW hold up hold up KSW social media management uh and anybody else again like Jay said uh with a business that they own uh anybody black we are supporting all black everything man we are up here uh, we showing love, um, and yeah, we just want to see y'all rock. Killer Mike, man, thank you. Uh, trigger warning was, it was great. Again, I think execution-wise, you wanted to start a conversation, and you got plenty of them started. You gave me and Jay plenty of great uh, topics to gave discuss. Us two whole
1: episodes. Two whole episodes. Four man. hours of content. Hey, All for six hours of content. We
0: got in here, man, twice in a week. We ain't done this in a while, man, so uh Yo, Killer Mike, thank you, yo. I tagged you on the last joint, and you probably ain't listening to this bitch, but I'm going to tag you on this one, too. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, if if y'all got questions, ask the culture, man. Them Blackberry letters, keep them coming. Uh, black businesses, hit us up. We will definitely shout you out, and we will support you as much as we can. Um, black people, we love you. Anna Jay, we out.
1: Peace.